Hello, everyone, and welcome again to um, this broadcast of this School of Small Business. I am Salome Chung, and I'm CEO of Prism for Enterprises. Um, if you are um, a regular um, uh, and uh, subscriber already to the channel, um, welcome back in. Um, please um, don't forget to continue liking our videos so that um, the uh, myriad of small businesses out there can benefit from the content that we share here. If you are new to the channel, please subscribe and of course like um, our videos. Um, should you need to connect with me further, please um, you will see how to connect with me in the um, in the comments of the video, whether it's on social media, LinkedIn, my email, et cetera, et cetera. Um, today, we are going to be speaking about branding and um, branding in the sense that um, it is um, how important it is to get market the, your branding correct. Um, because when done correctly, branding can have extremely powerful and positive outcomes on the growth and success of your business. And my guest today is going to help me share um, innovative and uh, uh, other out-of-the-box approaches to branding. Um, my guest is Lily, um, Lily Petrescu. And I hope I'm saying your name correctly, Lily. Um, yes. <laughs> um, and I want to make sure that you're joining me here. Lily Petrescu is an author, publisher, and marketer. I'm so excited to have her here. And Lily uses her skills and strategies to, um, to transform the world of entrepreneurs. Uh, who want to make a greater impact worldwide. Lily, welcome to the broadcast. Please share um, anything else you want our audience to know about you. And please um, help me explain um, your process and strategies to helping entrepreneurs um, make their branding um, global and have a worldwide impact. Thank you so much, Salome, and um, I am so delighted to be a part of this amazing platform, this amazing podcast, and it's so amazing to share um, my knowledge and my expertise with um, all of you listeners, and thank you so much, Salome, for creating this platform. So about myself, I am a book publisher, and I create books to transform the world. And um, I create in particular books that can elevate your personal brand so that you can start speaking worldwide. So you can start attracting more opportunities, whether it's business collaborations, whether it's you being seen as the thought leader and authority in your niche. And so that more of the kind of opportunities you really desire, the kind of you know celebrities and influencers and partners, joint venture partners that you really desire come to you. And this is the, the key aspect of publishing a book that I do that um, enables you to be seen as that authority. Um, and also it enables you 
to uh, brand yourself in a congruent way, in a consistent way, in a way that when people look at your social media, they can instant, instantly tell what you do, what you're about, how you can help people, and they can uh, associate a particular set of colors, a palette of colors with yourself, with your business, with everything that you're doing, so that people are not confused anymore. People are attracted. People are charmed. People are... Um, feeling that that charisma that energy that uh the fact that you are aligned with everything that you're doing so that everything that you're doing it feels like it's in flow and um it also has the impact of um of uh, allowing your tribe to come to you right so that uh, the people that have the same sort of messaging uh, that um you're about um first basically your messaging is 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 very is very clear to your desired audience and because it's very clear that's why it kind of like attracts exactly the kind of people that you really truly desire to attract and through doing this work over the last few years i've managed to reach a million people in social media and to have uh, 140,000 followers across social media and to attract celebrities and influencers and thought leaders to uh, start working with me. Um, and also I've worked with hand-selected entrepreneurs that either were at the beginning of their journey and had no idea what to write, they had no idea about their brand, they had no idea, um, had never had a business before. And also I've worked with people who already had a business, had a very successful business with property multimillionaires, um, and and maybe they had a, a passive, you know, property business, and they just wanted to to be more uh, more well known and recognized as thought leaders. Because a lot of times, a lot of business owners um, perhaps build their business, but then they forget about showing who they are, and then at some point, they just really desire to have that recognition just for people to say, you know what this is what this person did and this is the impact that uh, you know this person created and i think that's where um that's where i come in and i'm so happy to be here awesome awesome you mentioned the hand-picked entrepreneurs <laughs> uh, so um do you um are you selective in who you choose to be uh, or let me rephrase how selective are you in in the entrepreneurs you choose to work with and if if you're not selective, let's say I'm a new, I'm an entrepreneur, I have an idea, um, or I have this great service that I want to offer. I don't know where to start. Um, what's what's the first thing you do with a client who comes to you um, and they're new to entrepreneurship and they want you to make sure that their branding is on point and that they have a, a base to start from. So when they're expanding their brand message across all the different platforms, it all works synergistically. They're not saying one story over here and another story over there. So everything kind of comes together and is in, in, um, in sync with each other. That's a very good question, Salome. So First, the, the very first thing that I do is I, I, I have a discovery call where I start to, um, to kind of like wonder, okay, what is it that you desire to create in this world? And I think I would say 99% of people have no idea what they desire to create because um, some of them may have heard, oh, I have a good story. Maybe I should put it in a book. And that's the extent of what they desire. 
and other people who are very successful entrepreneurs maybe they have built a very successful property business or you know business with blockchain and they're running courses and you know they're doing amazing things and then again uh, they're maybe 50 60 years old and they're thinking okay maybe i should write a book because i have an interesting life okay and that's the extent of, I would say 99% of people are in that bracket where they they are um, they they heard from someone that, oh, maybe it's a good idea for me to publish my book, but they have no idea what it can lead them to. So that's where I kind of dig very deep. And I say, okay, think about if I had a magic wand right now and I could give you anything because you published this book. And this is literally almost like the power that a book can bring you. It can bring you anything, but it's almost like uh, asking, you know, rubbing the, uh, the you know, genie in the bottle and kind of saying, you know, what is it that you want? And this is where I'm here. Like, I'm, you can ask me for anything, but you have to be very clear about what you really want. And most people are just not clear. So the first step is clarity. So how do you get this clarity is um, by really thinking very, very deeply in a very specific way creating a smart goal that um that you really desire and it can be anything for you okay it could be for example for me when I published my first book um I only sold 20 copies for my very first book and really I sold it mainly to my friends and family and I had no idea what it was going to give me but all I knew was that I wanted to leave a legacy I wanted to um you know if I died tomorrow uh, someone would say, okay, Lily did something. She published a book. And that was the extent of it because I didn't have a property at the time. I didn't have uh, even a boyfriend. I wasn't married. I didn't have children. Like literally I've had, I had nothing. I felt like I was so behind with, you know, compared to everyone else. And, um, and after publishing the book, what happened is that I started uh, getting invited to so many events, you know, for book marketing events and, you know, um, just marketing events everywhere. And because I was going to these events, I was meeting a lot of highly successful entrepreneurs and they were all wondering, how come you were able to just like publish a book by yourself? Um, and then they were asking me, okay, so um, what um, what is this book about and how it can help me? And the reality is I hadn't thought of that. Okay, but even despite the fact that I, you know, published, you can say my very first book was the wrong book, but it was an autobiography, it was yeah. a memoir, right? Uh, despite the fact that I, I published the wrong book, it still led me to many, many opportunities. The first one was I actually, um, you know, was invited to hundreds of marketing events. I met hundreds of successful, heart-centered entrepreneurs, amazing, you know, uh, you know, passive investors and, and, you know, so many incredible people. Um, and then I also managed to meet a guy who happened to become my boyfriend. And then he gave me the opportunity to manage his property business and his English school and his career advice part of the business. So for the very first time, I had the opportunity to manage a property business at the time I was doing about 400,000 a year. And within a few years, I managed to take it through 642,000 a year, despite the fact that at the time I was actually a nanny, right? So previously I was a nanny. Nobody would give me like this opportunity to, you know, to, to manage a business or to even be an administrator somewhere. And I'm, I, because of the book, I was able to be given this incredible opportunity to be trained, to be a manager of this, you know, company that was doing property. And uh, I was also the uh, English school and so on. Uh, yeah, were you going to ask me something? No, I was going to say that, um, you start with the number one, which is being intentional about yeah. what you want to do. So once uh, and, and you make um, make sure that 
that is a starting point where the intention is clear. Yes. Um, and then that's the that's the um the jumping off point to what happens next. Yes, absolutely. So clarity is very important. So it was only later on that it was only like a couple of years ago that I actually realized, wow, what I really desire is to inspire uh, and to impact 100 million people to be happier, to go after what they want, to share their stories and to create wealth in books that transform the world. Okay, and now it really feels like I'm very much aligned with that. And I never knew what I really wanted to do. But until you really know what you want to do, and actually creating the book can help you with that because in the process of you writing a book, the book is a lot of people come to write a book for themselves, but the reality is you have to write the book for other people. But in the process of you writing the book for other people, you crystallize the message and the systems and your knowledge, your expertise, you crystallize it in a system that not only do you understand, everyone else does it, right? The best teacher is the one that can has the really, uh, you know, condensed, crystallized information for himself so he can be a really good teacher for others. Excuse me. And that's the thing that enables you to transform yourself in the process. And because you transform yourself, you transform the world as well. So we were clear about what we want to do. Um, uh, the next step is to be sure that you're writing what you're writing is for other people, not just for yourself, because that's how you're going to impact other people or go the world is by writing something that they want to read and is going to be of value to them. So once you've um, moved the entrepreneur into that space, uh, now, what's the next step? Is it um, creating a whole program, a whole branding strategy around that? What's the next step? The next step is to really think when you're doing the, um, the you know, the crystallization of what you really want. Most people are just thinking about what they want for other people, right? So they're, saying, they're just saying, oh, I want to help people. Okay, but that isn't clear enough. It's not crystallized enough. It has to be a certain number of people you want to impact. It can't just be people. Okay, It has to be more specific. <laughs> it has to be super specific. So it can't just be, I want to help people. Okay, fine. But how many people? 10 million people? 1 million people? 1,000 people? 20 people? You know, it doesn't matter what I want. What you want is important. Whether you just want to work with one person a month, that's fine. That is your goal because that doesn't make it less important. It doesn't really because you can make a huge difference to one person every single month because there are people who are working very closely just with one client a month or just with four people a month. I've met actually someone in my building and he's charging, I think, 10,000 pounds a month to work just with four clients a month. And he's happy with that. And that's perfect. Right. So you just have to create your own, you know, like desired reality. And then based on that, think about um, it's not just about what you can help people with, but what do you really want to get out for yourself as well? I think most people are too embarrassed to even say it, you know? So some people say, okay, I want to help people, but really deep down, they also have a secret desire. They want to be famous. They want to be thought leaders. They want people to say, wow, this is a book. This is a, like a mind-blowing, life-changing book. Uh, I think that there's the, you can say the prohibited, you know, the prohibited like desire that people want. People will not admit that to anyone. And then there's the, you know, like the outer desires that, you know, they will admit to, right? So they'll say, oh, I want to change people's lives. I want to, you know, but they will 
keep to themselves or they'll be too embarrassed maybe to say, you know what, I really need the money as well to, you know, feed my family or I really need the money to do this or I want to, you know, move into a three bedroom flat or into a, you know, a five bedroom house next to the sea or, you know, so I think it's very important to really think about yourself as well. So it's not just about other people. And the next step is to create almost like a marketing plan. So you don't write the book before you actually do the marketing plan. And what I'm saying is think about who is this book going to be for? What kind of people? Is it people between 20, 20 and 40? Is it people between 40 and 60, roughly? And once you've determined, like, what kind of cars do they like? What kind of books do they read? Where do they hang out? You know, all of these different uh, elements about that makes them uh, very, very specific. Think about one person, just one person that is the most ideal client for you. Maybe, and 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 that makes it so easy for you to write because you're not anymore thinking about a person between... 20 and 60. You're thinking about Sandra, okay? And Sandra is, I know, a 40-year-old, she's 40, she's divorced, and she's had a midlife crisis because maybe her husband cheated on her, you know? And all of a sudden, when you have this super crystal idea, crystal clear idea of who you're talking to, then it's easy for you to write this, the, the story or the book because you're writing to one person as if you were writing a letter to a friend. And uh, and it's it, it feels like you really know Sandra you know you really know her like deep down inside you feel like the pain you can you can put yourself into the shoes of Sandra because you can see Sandra maybe like sitting on the sofa and she's got a lot of pain because maybe you know she's being deceived or maybe she's running a business or maybe she has four children and then these four children you know they're great but they also are it's very hard work to manage a business and to have children right so because you know all those things or you're thinking of it, how can i help sandra maybe i can help sandra to systemize her business maybe like in the way that you're doing with your system of you know the uh, navigating the path from startup to success your book right maybe in in that book maybe uh you've already mentioned what i'm talking about which is you maybe you've already considered a person like Sandra and then you've already considered okay a mother with four children doesn't have that much time and maybe you've considered some organic strategies for her to market her business or maybe some some strategies where she can you know work around you know the the, the kids you know school and things like that right and because you know Sandra so well it's like when you're writing it feels like Sandra when she's reading that book later on she's gonna feel like this book is for me this book, th this is me that you're talking to. And it's that's exactly when you get that perfect alignment between the person you're talking to and you as the you know messenger. And it just feels like you're vibrating, you know? You're vibrating because you're like so excited. You're sharing with Sandra. And then Sandra feels like this book is for, for her. It's not for a gazillion people, it's for her, you know? But in the process, of course, it's not gonna be just Sandra. There will be other people who have you know, different ages. They will still feel identified, but because you've thought about the pain, the disasters, the emotional ups and downs of a mother with four children, it's so much easier for you to write that, right? The next step is to, um, to think about, okay, what kind of colors have I already been using in my business, okay? Now, there will be two types of people. There will be people who don't have a business, and then that was a bit easier because then you can kind of come up with the colors from scratch. Uh, but then there are people who might be into two categories. There are people that maybe they have one business and they have already used certain colors for that business, okay? And it could make sense if that business is already successful to kind of maintain those kind of colors. Um, and then there's a, 
a second category of people who maybe they have multiple businesses and each one has a different color. So then you want to be thinking about, okay, what kind of business do I want to promote in this particular book? So the book is really, ideally, it's a way for you to promote your business and yourself. So um, you got to think about, okay, which one am I going to promote? So when you have this, you know, this congruency between colors, then, you know, what can you do? You just have to select uh, your favorite, the one that you want to promote. But ideally, most ideal, you would have, you know, the different businesses with, you know, similar colors. So it's kind of like easy for you to have that consistency. Okay. So um, I, I have a picture in my head about um, what the journey would be for someone who comes in uh, as an entrepreneur and is working with you. Your job is to make sure that that person um, has clarity about what they want to do. They're intentional. Um, they're being specific about the market they're trying to reach. And then you create a plan around um, their mar the market they're trying to reach, their, the, the goals of the entrepreneur themselves, and the impact that they want to make. How many people do they want to reach? And uh, um, so now we're at where they're, you're creating a specific plan for them. Does the plan look the same? Let's say you've worked with um, five different entrepreneurs and you've gotten to the point where you're creating uh, a marketing plan around the book that you've written for them. You know, it clearly reflects what they want to do as an entrepreneur. It's directed at the right market. They're clear about their goals. Does a marketing plan look the same for everyone or is it different based? Of course, it's different based on their goals and objectives. But in terms of the pieces of the plan, is it the same? And if not, how is it different from client to client? That's a very good question. So recently, um, I was working with this client who um, is doing, I mean, a business, okay, but his business is around, you know, teaching women how to have, um, uh, how to have um, sex without pain, okay? So- how to what? How to have sex without pain, right? That's his business. He's a he's a health coach, health you know, sexual healing coach. Okay. And and what happened is that he was going to call his book Dispareunia. Okay. Now you're you're looking at me. Uh, I mean, you're you're listening to me. You know, uh, all of you listening. You're thinking, okay, what is that? Okay, I don't know. Um, I mean, I do know now. And what it is, it's you know, <laughs> having painful sex. Okay. And he was going to call it. Like that he was going to call his book this Pareunia. Okay. So I looked at that and I thought, okay, um, let's not call it like that because 99.9% .9 of people around the world, they will not know to search what for that, that term. Yeah. They will not understand what that term is. Uh, and that is not a solution for their problem. Even though you can say that what you're providing as a solution could be there in the book, but your the the title just isn't right. Okay. So we said, okay, let's look at what you could do right now um we agreed that um you know removing painful sex is not actually the outcome that women want as the final destination mm -hmm. what is the final destination is mind-blowing orgasms okay so we called the book mind-blowing orgasms because this is what people want 
around the world, okay? And that's a target of, you know, billions of people. And so we called it that. Um, and um, now, after having, you know, changed the title of the book, uh, I mean, unfortunately, he had already created a video around it, you know, like a video course and whatever, and he had to, like, just scrap it because he just couldn't use that. Um, after you know, after publishing it, I, and actually not after publishing it, but, you know, uh, in, in the, uh, you know, marketing stage of it, I was telling him that, okay, you have the book and, you know, the, the people that actually have painful sex, they are a smaller market. Okay. The bigger market is like everyone. They want mind blowing orgasms. Right. So, um, we need to, maybe we'll, we'll do this book for this small niche of, you know, people that have painful sex. And then we can do a book, which is mind-blowing orgasms for everyone, which is for, it's not just about pain. It's about, the, you know, the main, the main yeah. topic. Mm -hmm. And I said, once you do the book, then you can also have, for example, a set of cards, right? A set of cards that, you know, couples can use. You can have like a card game. You can have like a, even a, you know, fun board game around this, you know, with the same name. You can have, uh, you know, a book around the same topic, but for women, you can have an, another one for men, teaching women, you know, teaching uh, men how to, you know, how to satisfy their, their, you know, and, and what I'm trying to get to with this is that this is a specific thing just for this particular book, whereas, for example, let's say you would have a normal business, you know, blockchain or health or uh, property or, you know, things like that, you wouldn't have cards and other things, right? every single thing would be customized and different. So for example, like for the for the blockchain, um, there was a book that I published around blockchain. And actually um, the, the guy that I published the, the book for, he had two businesses, okay? He had a business around blockchain and cryptocurrency and you know investing in that. And he had another one on health. And I told him, I actually think, even though you actually wrote the book already on cryptocurrency and blockchain, I think you should publish the one on health. And you should call it something around innovative optimum health solutions or, you know, or just optimum health solutions, because this is the outcome that people desire. Okay. And what he wanted to promote was actually the health business and blockchain was a way for people to, to, you know, use the app that he has connecting doctors with patients, but still the health is the main thing. And right, and right now he is going to write a book about that, but he just published that, you know, he's going to publish that second so, um, for example, for him, okay, he didn't listen to my advice re regarding which one he should do first. But even so, since then, I've managed to refer him hundreds of people. And out of those people, three people had a network of 100,000 people uh, targeted for his particular business, which is health, right? Um, and then for him, you know, having cards or maybe having a board game is not relevant. But what could be relevant is, you know, organizing health events. Or, and, and, you know, selling the health products that he has and positioning many of the health products in that book so that, um, let's say he could have a chapter on, you know, pain uh, because of, you know, migraine, for example, migraine pain. And he could have a chapter there mentioning, okay, there's this product that I have that is targeting this, you know, migraine thing. And um, there's this other, you know, herb or whatever he has that is targeting migraine pain. And that way he could have literally like a book Full of solutions and because people are reading about solutions and they are looking for that solution they are going to buy not only the book the, the book is going to be the minimum that they're going to buy because ultimately the book is going to sell all the other gazillion solutions so let's say the the person would start reading that book of 20 pounds 
And then they would end up buying, let's say, 4,000 pounds worth of health products. products. And that is going to improve their health for like their entire family and make their lives like a thousand times better and improve the quality of life and so on. So it's like a win-win-win for everyone, right? That, that's kind of like an inverted product placement um, yeah. kind of marketing where you'll watch movies or TV shows and you will see brands have their products. You know, computers might be a particular brand. You might see them using a brand of cookware or um, the... Um, the furniture they have is from a particular manufacturer. So him placing his actual products inside the book is, to go along with the information in the book is is actually pretty genius. So um, that 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 that's really an an awesome strategy for someone who's who has um, a product based um, product based um, entrepreneur. And for example, for your book, maybe you've already done that, right? So let's say if you're talking about startups and may, let's say if you were talking about, you know, uh, startup success, maybe you have already mentioned some tools and business softwares that people might want to use. And then you could have your affiliate link for those particular products. So maybe you would be recommending, I don't know, Infusionsoft or Aweber or, you know, all the different things uh, that, that uh, entrepreneurs can use to save time, to save money, to, uh, you know, save you know, have a better flow in their business and systemization. And maybe you can like literally do, and maybe you've already done that, like an entire book full of systemizations that people can use so that they can get an extra, you know, 40 hours a week and just work, you know, five hours a week. I actually have a friend who um, I advised him a long time ago, like three years ago to, you know, take a marketing coach's advice. And he did. And um, about a year later, he said, you know what? I've actually taken that up. I've taken all the courses. I've studied everything. I've systemized my business so much that now I'm literally only working five hours a week, uh, like literally one hour a day where I'm consulting with my, you know, the CEO of my business. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty much doing nothing, you know, and, you know, and he has, I think, 50 clients paying minimum 2000 to 5000 a month. So it's just like a really cool way for you to to basically like you have this um, book uh, as a replacement in a way for a brochure. The only difference between a brochure and a book is that nobody throws away a book, whereas a brochure, people might just like look at it for a second and throw it away. Whereas a book, they will like either read it, you know, or they will gift it to someone who might need it. And in that book, if you can put, you know, all the different like uh, optimization, uh, uh, you know, automation tools automation. that you're currently using, mm -hmm. let's say if you were uh, a branding expert, right? Um, you could, let's say you have some amazing glasses. I'm not sure if people can see that, but you do have some incredible glasses, right? So you could actually um, become an affiliate for particular types of glasses, and then you can advertise them in your book and you can say you know to you know make yourself look cool you can wear these kind of glasses or you can wear that kind of glasses and then you can have different um affiliate links for you know clothes or or you know necklaces or all the different things that you would be using anyway you could put those in the book and that way you can make some extra revenue um and it's also very important to get people something an incentive to get them on your database because the important thing is that people will always read a book and then they will want something from you, whether it's, you know, like a template, 
um, you know, an automation tool, something, and ideally give them something to incentivize them to go onto your database so you can continue the conversation with them on your email, you know, through text messages or through, you know, um, WhatsApp so you can continue to continue the conversation because 90, uh, 98% of people will not buy the first time round. They will buy the second, the third, or the fourth, you know? So actually, the first time round, I think it's only 2% of people that will buy. The second time, it's only 3% that they see you. The, the third time, I think it's 5%. And most people buy uh, after having seen you between 4 and 12 times, which yeah. means they have to see you, they have to hear from you, they have to get emails yeah. from you yeah. on a, an ongoing basis to actually buy. So you know, having the book is a great way for you to, you know, build that authority. And then uh, you continue that conversation with them on your email. Now, what you just said is kind of um, uh, a haha moment and an eye opening moment at the same time. And I have two comments. I have a comment and a question. Um, it is um, that that affiliate being able to, because when you do affiliate marketing, oftentimes you, you have to kind of um, have a relationship with the other, the person on the other end. Um, you know, you um, send me this amount of clients, you get this percentage. Um, now, what I'm hearing you say, it's also possible for someone who has a book, writing a book, to be the one to reach out and say, you know, I'm mentioning your resource in my book. Can you give me an affiliate link before the book is even published? So that when people, and also um, even to go a little further, let's say the book is available on um not audible what's the other the electronic book where people can automatically click the hyperlink and it's amazon uh right on on amazon where the um barnes and Oak, is it the kindle kindle where you yes. can, where you have the electronic you can read the book electronically and you can have the hyperlinks to these um affiliates it takes you directly there. So rather than you having to kind of go online with the with the published book, it's a direct um, direct route to the to the um, affiliate. So that's an, a, a really a genius and it's not something I've heard of before. I mean, I've heard of affiliate marketing before and you have affiliates with with products and uh, service providers, but inside of a book, I've I've actually not heard it. So it, it it's a really great um, idea to do that when you're starting to write a book. Now, the question is, if you already have a book, and I know in our prior discussions, we said we wanted to have another session dealing completely with just marketing, um, where we can dive a little deeper into new and innovative approaches to marketing um, from your perspective for people who say might not want to write a book, but they need your help with their branding and their marketing. But in this, in in for this conversation, what I want to ask you is: say for someone, maybe you wrote a book for someone in the past, 
or someone has already written a book and they've come to you and they say, well, here's the book. Um, uh, what, because business is dynamic. It's always changing, as you know. Um, maybe when the book was written, social media wasn't such an, um, a driver of marketing. Um, and maybe this person, there was no affiliate marketing. What can we do? What can you do for people who are in that position? who have already written a book, you've already written a book for them, but things have changed. Um, how do you integrate new concepts for them? Is it to write a part two to their book, a second edition, uh, maybe um, do like a, um, maybe just an addendum to the book where you create a list of all these resources and, um, and affiliates? I think there's, that's a very good question. So um, one thing you can do, okay, is that, um, and I'll tell you, I, I do think it's it's quite genius what I've seen other people do, okay? And even I haven't done it, but I have seen it being done and I do intend to do it, okay? So like um, a lot of marketers, what they're doing, and especially those that have um, a large database, but not necessarily, not, not necessarily even those, what I've seen them do is they do really tiny eBooks. And when I say tiny, I think some of them even have as little as 4,000 words. Mm -hmm. Now you can write 4,000 words. I would estimate even in a day, if you like sit down or if you like, okay, you could pre-record yourself and you can get, you know, you can record yourself and then have a VA or have a, an app that actually downloads everything. It's not hundred percent correct, but you know, then you can make some corrections and so on. So you can do that in a day. Okay. Uh, I, I don't like the recording part myself because I just prefer to actually write, but I can write 4,000 words in a day. So what you can do is you can actually write a short, a really, really short ebook. You, you know, put that, you put a cover, you, you, you make it look as exciting as possible. And in that book, you can have, you know, your social media links. You can have certain things that people can download. You give them an incentive for them to follow you, whether it's, um, and what I've seen a lot of people do actually, and that's actually not just a strategy for um, for incentivizing people to come on your list, but also a bestseller strategy, okay? And what it is, is that you create a big package, okay? Uh, and what I'm, what I'm saying by big package, by a, a package that looks really massive, okay? So something that is worth, I don't know, $3,000 or something, 3,000 pounds. Um, and maybe it's your coaching service or it's, you know, maybe it's a group coaching service. Um, it's, I mean, you have to be super, super creative. Maybe you already have a, a, a running group where you do calls once a month or you do calls once a week or whatever. And you're just like adding an extra, you know, few people to that thing, which doesn't cost you anything extra, but the value is there because if people were to pay for that, they would have to pay $3,000 or whatever it was, right? So the whole idea is you create this massive package for people. And then, you know, if they do buy that, then, um, you know, if, if they do buy it, let's say within a certain time frame, then um, you will be able to, you know, they will be able to get that for free. And then people are like, wow, oh my God, I totally must register for that. Um, so that becomes not only a bestseller strategy, but it also becomes a way for people to actually come on board and download the book and also be on your database and because they're on your database, then you can follow up with them hundreds of times, as many times as needed until they actually do register for something. 
right? Uh, so you can have, instead of, let's say, even having, uh, you know, a book of 40,000 words, 40 to 60,000 words, which is a normal size book, you can have 10 ebooks of 4,000 words. And that way, what happens is two things happen, actually. First, because the book is very short, people read it really quickly. They leave a lot of reviews, okay? And because they leave a lot of reviews, um, what happens is that you look really good because, you know, if you look at your book and it has, you know, a hundred reviews or it has, you know, even more than a hundred reviews or a thousand reviews, you, people are like, wow, this guy or girl is good, You're, you know? So that enhances your, your, your perceived value as a thought leader. And then, you know, journalists start contacting you because, uh, you know, I'm not so focused really on, you know, the Amazon bestseller thing, because I think it's more important, at least so far, it has been more important to me that the author is perceived as being the thought leader, the authority, it looks really awesome. And that book gets into the hands of important people who could actually transform the life of the person. And also uh, the author looks so good that let's say if an influencer, an authority, you know, a, a business leader sees that person on stage, starts thinking, I want to work with her. I don't want to work with him because he looks really awesome. And that to me is more important than Amazon bestseller status, which everyone seems to go for. Mm -hmm. Having said that, I do understand it's important for people. So now I do offer that as well. But uh, what I'm trying to say is, which is more important? Do you want to um, you know, uh, spend time with people persuading them to buy your book for $20 or 20 pounds? Or do you want to spend time talking to people so they can, you know, purchase, you know, uh, uh, you know, give you a multi-million pound contract, right? So my, 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 um, my objective always has been to enable the author to look so good, almost like a diamond, like a Rolls Royce, like the, you know, the number one person in their niche, look really awesome so that when the when you know a thought leader when you know the princess of oman or the princess of you know a royal family of you know sees you they are thinking you know i need to work with this person because this person is incredible and i want that perception of you as the author everywhere on the cover of your book on your social media on like uh, on your website everywhere you need to be like that have that consistency when you look really awesome and because of that people want to do business with you now i've 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 um kind of distracted a bit from the actual question but to answer your question again so you can turn you know you can write several at least one short book where you can you know include the different links that you may have uh for people to download stuff that's one thing you can do one other thing you can do is Maybe you don't want to write anything extra. That's fine. What you can do is people will, let's say, read your book. And um, what you need to do is to start appearing in the media, whether it's on social media or also in the media. And when you do that, more people will start to know you and your name. And because they start to know you and your name, they will find you. So then on social media itself, you can have strategies to to get people from your, let's say your Instagram, your Facebook, your, 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 your LinkedIn, you can have strategies there to get people onto your list, even though inside the book, you didn't put anything. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Um, and then I think for the addendum, I wouldn't bother with the addendum. I would bother just, I, I think it would be more important to either publish a fresh, you know, short book or to simply, you know, have all the strategies in your social media to do that. Awesome. I can't tell you, um, this has been an eye-opening interview. 
I have not, um, as an author of a book, I am learning so much and uh, listening to you speak, uh, there are uh, hundreds of things I would have done differently, but um, uh, everything's a learning experience. And, and like you say, once you've written the book, it's, it can take you in so many different places and so many directions. It's just having the right type of guidance as to how to get from publishing the book to being um, making an impact worldwide, whether, as you say, it's as a thought leader, as an expert in your field, as a great speaker, an awesome coach, you know, all of those things come from um, putting all your, um, what your product or service or whatever it, it is inside of the book for people to have access to it. So this has been really informational, inspirational. Um, and I just want to recap for maybe people who are going to scroll to the end of the, <laughs> the podcast or video. Um, you, um, Lily Petrascu, is an amazing author, publisher, marketer, and you help um, entrepreneurs coalesce their thoughts, ideas into um, a book that you publish for them, and that becomes the centerpiece of their branding and marketing. You help them along this path by making sure they are clear and intentional about what they want to do. Um, as long as they, they have that clarity, that intention, and they are specific about what their goals and objectives are, then you create a spe specific uh, plan around the central theme of their book. And this could be, as you call it, exper experiential um, events, it could be connecting them with other people, um, worldwide media opportunities, speaking engagements. The sky seems to be the limit. Do I, did I summarize it <laughs> um, correctly? And if I did, um, do you have anything else you'd like to add for the audience as we wrap our, our conversation? Yes. So what's very important is creating, uh, you've summarized it very well. And what's very important aside from that is basically creating this brand that um, enables you almost like to crystallize everything you're doing into one thing. And that that one thing is your phrase that is the title of your book. It's potentially the title of your workshop, the title of your game or board game is the title of your, uh, your hey, website. Stop you right there. Say that again <laughs> from the beginning, where you say everything is coalesced into this one phrase that becomes. Yes, so, very good. So what I was saying was that, that the the way uh, there's you know there's thousands of publishers, there's thousands of way to publish a book, but this is how I do it, um, and what I found that it works very well is to create a branding phrase. Um, a title that becomes everything that you are doing. It becomes the title of one thing, which which crystallizes all of your ideas, all of the you know uh, chaos of creative ideas that you have into one thing. 
And that one thing becomes your everything because then you can turn it into the title of your book, the title of your workshop, the title of your coaching program, the title of a card game, the title of a board game, the title of, um, you know, like previews for a particular workshop. There's so many different things that you can turn it to into. And I'll give you an example. My partner, Harry, my life and business partner, Harry, we created for him the, the term speakers are leaders. Okay, speakers are leaders is the title of the book. And um, empower yourself to, uh, to um, um, for your speaking career or something like that. Um, and empower yourself uh, to... Uh, to build your speaking career or something like that. And, but basically speakers are leaders is the term, okay? And this is, is crystallizing basically like the statement of what we're about. It attracts the right tribe of people that um, are interested in being speakers and being leaders. And in also realizing that speakers must be leaders. And through understanding that, they also understand they have a duty, right? They have a duty to be speakers yeah. and to be leaders as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they, basically this term is, um, you know, is is a workshop. It's, you know, we have the Speakers Are Leaders workshop. We have Speakers Are Leaders preview. We have Speakers Are Leaders University, which is an online coaching um, university academy where people can study different courses. Um, and then later on, we're going to do Speakers Are Leaders card game, Speakers Are Leaders board game. Um, and um, we have speakers are leaders events, speakers are leaders awards, right? So you have one term that you just add an extra word to and you turn it into something else. And I think that is a really good way to do it because as long as you can choose um, a phrase or a word, ideally, if it's one word, it's good. If it's two words, it's good. If it's three words, it's good. If it's longer than three words, it's a bit harder to do it because ideally everything should be short. People just don't remember. But if you can manage to create this phrase that is you know, as short as possible and you just add another keyword to it and that becomes another thing that's still part of your big umbrella of stuff that you have, then it's almost like um, people remember what you're about. Mm -hmm. People remember you know, what you're there to give. And then the tribe remembers you as well, right? So uh, that's the key. Let me, that is, that is such a powerful statement because it, it, there is no ambiguity. You don't have to guess about where your branding is going because you have narrowed down, narrowed everything down to one phrase and that's your launch pad right there. Now, my last question is if, so, let's say, you know, to use your partner as an example, speakers are leaders, and he wants to write another book. He's a, you've already branded him as a speaker and a leader, but let's say he wants to write a book about something else in the same genre, but how do you then fit that into his brand? Very good question. So I am thinking of doing something around networking and being an influencer, being a thought leader. And that would be like a subcategory of speakers are leaders, right? So basically when you are a speaker and you are a leader, you also at some point want to be seen as an influencer thought leader. And for that, you need networking, right? So you have the, maybe like the three, the triangle of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then that's a subcategory of speakers are leaders. Okay, so we have, for example, this show, I think it's called Influencer Growth Strategies, 
and that's still part of speakers are leaders. And uh, I think that's the, the key is, okay, you, you do first the most important book, which is basically like crystallizes the big umbrella business that you have. And under that umbrella, you have all the little subcategories of what you're teaching, you know? So you have, uh, you know, like marketing is part of being a speaker and a leader because you don't have marketing, don't have anything. You know, sales is part of that. So we could write like books about marketing, about sales, about branding, about being a thought leader, about authority, about, uh, you know, um, speaking, about being confident, about looking great, about, uh, you know, your image, Mm -hmm. uh personal power motivation uh so you 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 want to as a person who say maybe your partner at the beginning knew um he's a speaker speakers are leaders but he also had other um projects or other ideas um that fit into uh that he wanted to explore but you guys wanted to make sure that you wouldn't have to do a complete overall of the branding. You want to have, you want to make sure that whatever you chose as that one um, phrase encompassed everything, all the interests and ideas that he has. So yes, ideally, ideally. I mean, he, he was a property entrepreneur, you know? So, I mean, it's interesting that he didn't actually sorry, he didn't write a, a property book. Uh, but I think even, you know, if he did write a property book, it would still be under, you know, um, investing. And I think investing, you know, it also comes under being a speaker and as a leader, you have to invest, yeah. you know? So ideally, if you can, if you can write the most important book of your life first, that's ideal. Oh, but if you really it, cannot- or it no, would be that he's uh he trains people and teaches people how to invest, which falls under the same category. Mm -hmm. So that is amazing. Lily, it was such a pleasure to have you. Um, please share with your our audience um where we can find you, um, what um how they can reach you on social media, how do they connect with you, um, so that you know when they've already watched this video, they say, I want to know how to find Lily Petrascu. I need that woman in my life. Perfect. So I want to share one last secret for all of you that okay. have watched until the end. This is a special, <laughs> special thing for Salome. Okay. I'm going to write this down because you're doing, a, 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 I'm guessing it's a surprise and a special surprise. So go ahead. Yeah. So the secret is recently I have discovered that uh, Amazon is creating book clubs on Amazon, okay? And there are these book clubs that have, let's say, 10,000 readers, 20,000 readers. There's only four of them. And that's a feature that is not yet active in terms of you being able to register and have your own book club, but it's possible for you, for example, to, to be a book club member, right? So what you can do is you can register and then you can recommend your own book woohoo which is really awesome right you can recommend a, your own book uh for the readers to read so there's you know there's a, a four book clubs out of which you know i think there's one with 10,000 another 20,000 and so on readers so you go in you recommend your own book hopefully some people will read it and then when amazon rolls this out then you can create your own book club and then you can have potentially, you know, millions of readers around the world who are just going to be, you're going to be the founder of the book club and you recommend your own book first, of course. 
and then you recommend the you know the, the other you know for publishers and so on that are listening to this you can recommend the books of the people that you're going to publish that's a secret this is a secret that i've discovered recently and i've also seen in uh tiktok that they're doing book talk uh you know they're uh, they have some influencers that are recommending certain books so i do plan to start uh some sort of tiktok account um promoting you know like book clubs and maybe having my own book club and i think that's a good good way for authors who want to get more traffic to their book to create like a you know a tiktok account specifically you know talking about their book and potentially recommending other books that they like and then you know having an affiliate link for those particular books or having affiliate links for those coaching programs of the people they would be promoting that you know let's say if they were to talk about a particular book and so on so i think that's a, a secret uh, for those of you listening until the end and for those of you wanting to connect please always if you do connect with me always mention that you heard me uh while talking to salome chung from uh the school prism for yes. school of small business yes yeah um and uh you can reach me at hello at lily.global lily is written l-i-l-y okay not with double l so uh or you can reach me at www.lily.global again l-i-l-y not not the other way mm -hmm. so that's all or you can reach me on facebook lily patrascu or on linkedin the same uh the same name everywhere or on youtube lily patrascu um and thank you so much salome for this amazing interview you're an awesome woman i do hope people buy your book uh, because you seem like a very interesting lady for people to follow. Yes, awesome. Thank you so much, Lily, for being here. This was amazing. And I can't wait for our follow-up interview where we're going to dive into all things marketing. And I so look forward to that. Once again, thank you, everyone who has tuned into this uh, broadcast. Um, please subscribe to the channel so you can hear amazing um, interviewees like Lily Petrascu. Um, like the videos. It really does help the channel so that the information she shares can be um, experienced far and wide. So until um, I meet, see you again um, for the next broadcast, which is on Fridays uh 6 p.m eastern um i to my recollection i'm still on holiday mode <laughs> so until i see you again guys thank you again for tuning in and until i see you again have a great rest of your week and talk to you soon